Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. Curious, do you know how to spot a false teacher? And if you do, do you know how to, what, are you taking appropriate measures to protect yourself from them? Well, as we continue our study this morning in 2 Peter chapter 2, that's what Peter begins to talk about. So let's take a look at what he says here in chapter 2, verse 1, where he says this, But false prophets arose among the people, just as there will also be false teachers among you, who will introduce, who will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing swift destruction upon themselves. Well, as I've said many, many, many times before in our, in our daily word and prayer, the Christian faith isn't based on faith. It's based on truth. And it's important that we know what is true. And indeed, in our day and age, as we talked yesterday about interpreting the Bible, and so many people just say, well, this is what it means to me, Instead of trying to discover what the author intended and what God intended, they just make it personal, all about themselves. This is what the verse means to me. That makes us ripe for false doctrine, false understanding. And indeed, Peter warns us that there would be false teachers arise. In fact, this is a message all throughout the Bible. Throughout the Old Testament, it was called uh, idolatry, people who would worship false gods, false images of God. And the prophets would constantly be calling people back to the true God and to be honoring the true God. In the New Testament, we have uh, Jesus in as he confronted the Pharisees and their false teaching. We have Paul as he often encountered and talked about Judaizers and so forth. And we have Peter here who says people would introduce destructive heresies that would bring destruction upon them. Well, if it's going to bring destruction upon them, it'll bring destruction upon you if you follow it as well. So what are these destructive heresies? Notice he says that they would be, he says here that they would even deny the master who bought them. I have found that most of the serious heresies out there, they fail in one of two things. They're, they fail in their message about Jesus, either A, who he is, or B, what he accomplished. They will deny that Jesus is the divine Son of God, the second person of the Trinity, the one whom, who it is said of him that he should be honored even as the Father is honored that we should honor Jesus the way we honor the Father. Some people, some destructive heresies out there, some cult organizations, false doctrines would teach that, no, he's a son of God, or, or no, he's, uh, uh, he's, he's not divine, he's not the son of God, he's not God come in the flesh. Well, we see this very clearly in John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things came into being through Him. And then verse 14, and the Word became flesh, and we beheld His glory. Glories of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. 
That's Jesus Christ. He is God come in human flesh. I know it's a pretty spectacular thought. At Christmas time, I always think that little baby, God, the creator of the world, being held in the arms of his mother and being, shall we say, helpless. And, it, and that on the cross, dying for our sins, that was God in the flesh, washing the feet of the disciples, that was God in the flesh, and indeed speaking the truths throughout the Gospels, Sermon on the Mount, etc. This is God come in the flesh. And it is a spectacular thing. It's not true of other religions. And so some people, they want to minimize it and say, no, he's just an advanced angel or a, a guru or something of this nature. Destructive heresies will deny Jesus who he is, the divine Son of God, the second person of the Trinity. Or they will deny what he accomplished on the cross, where he died for all of our sins. They will say, some people say, well, that just makes a way for us to save ourselves. That just gives us a fresh start to start all over again. And then God begins to keep score freshly now that we understand who Jesus is and are saying we're going to follow him. Things of this nature. No, on the cross, Jesus died for our sins. And notice what his last words were. It is finished. What was finished? The work of redemption, the mission for which he came to save us. He said he came to seek and to save the lost. That was finished. <clears throat> that was accomplished upon the cross. Hallelujah. Praise God. The work is done. Our sins have been completely forgiven. <clears throat> of course, now we do follow him. We do love him. We, we live for him. But we don't minimize in any way our hope. Our full hope, the Son of God, Jesus Christ, gave his life as a ransom for our sins, and he purchased us, and we belong to him. Now, I said earlier that our, our religion is based on the truth of Jesus Christ. And because of that, we have a spiritual enemy. And, the, and one thing the spiritual enemy does is he seeds false information into the lives of people, hopefully even into the church. Much of the writings in the Scripture, in the New Testament, were writing, warning us about false teachers. Look at what Paul says here as he describes these people. And notice it's a pretty heavy statement that he says about them. For such men are false apostles, deceitful workers, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. No wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Therefore, it is not surprising if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness, whose end will be according to their deeds. Some very interesting things here. Number one, they disguise themselves. They don't come and say, they don't come with, you know, red horns up on their head and and with uh, a, a red tail and a pitchfork, they come looking as if they're respectable, godly. Years ago, I've shared this story before, but years ago, we had a Halloween party, a costume party, and I'm not big at dressing up and wearing costumes. I'm not as creative as some people are, and they really like to do that. So, you know, I went to the costume party wearing a suit, wearing a suit, just a suit and a tie. And I looked like a, a, just a respectable businessman, maybe even like a preacher. 
and people were trying to figure out who I was, the rich young ruler or someone like that. No, I was Satan. I came as the devil, disguised and as an angel of light, disguised as a good person, disguised as a preacher. That's who I was. And the Bible warns us that Satan will disguise himself as an angel of light. Indeed, many of these people who have these near-death experiences, and they, what you ask them, what did you see? Well, I saw this bright light. What was the message? Well, the message was just to be a better person. Was that Satan disguising himself as an angel of light? Very likely, because it didn't tell these people with these near-death experiences, it didn't tell them the gospel, didn't tell them to believe in Jesus. Indeed, it gave a, a false message. And so be careful. Be careful. If someone's going to have to, you, you've got, you can't judge a book by its cover. You've got to judge a teacher by his message, by his words. Are they really honoring to Jesus Christ? Do they uphold the identity of Jesus Christ as the divine Son of God, second person of the Trinity? Do they uphold what he accomplished on the cross when he died for us? But notice also that these false apostles, these deceitful workers, what does the Bible call them? Paul called them here that they are servants of the devil. It says, no, for it's not surprising if his servants, whose servants? Satan's servants. Do you realize that? There are people out there in this world, we, we like to say everything's fuzzy and gray and, and people don't really know what they're doing wrong, and they might not be. They might be deceived as well as deceiving, but they're accomplishing the work of Satan. Stop and think about that. We want to be kingdom builders. We want to be building the, the kingdom of God. Jesus came, it says in 1 John 3, to destroy the works of the devil. And here are false teachers who are out serving Satan. Whether they realize it or not, they're advancing his purposes, his kingdom. We must be aware. Be alert to these servants of Satan disguising themselves as an angel of light. Know the truth. Know the truth about Jesus Christ, who he is and what he did. You got to know your Bible, friends. You got to know your Bible. That's why we get into it here and read it every day and want to grow and learn. You've got to know your Bible. Remember, even Satan, when he taught, sought to tempt Jesus in, in Matthew 4, when Jesus was in the wilderness, how did he do it? More than once, he quoted Scripture to him. Wow, that was Satan himself quoting Scripture to Jesus Christ, thinking that he had a chance to deceive Jesus and tempt Jesus and get Jesus to sin. How? By misquoting Scripture. So we've got to be aware. We've got to study carefully. Know who you're learning from. Know what you're learning. Learn the Bible. Beware of these, these servants of Satan disguising themselves as angels of light. Amen? Father in heaven, we thank you that you've given us truth in the Scripture. And I want to thank you, Lord, that each of us here in this modern world, right here on the internet right now, we have, we have the Bible. We have the opportunity to learn it. We can learn from times like this on this daily word and prayer, and we can learn by our own study. We have tools. We have access. Oh, Father, we have no excuse no excuse to not be diligent. No excuse to not uh, understand your word accurately. 
to divide your word accurately, to study, to show ourselves approved unto God. We have no excuse, Father, and I pray you'd help us to be diligent students of your word, knowing what it says, loving it, following it, contending for it, contending for the truth of your word. We pray for this. Oh, Father, guard us and protect us. We acknowledge our own ability, Lord, to be deceived. So we come to you, and we ask you to keep us in the straight and narrow path. We ask you to keep us faithful to Jesus Christ. We ask you to guard us in in, in our mind and in our spirit, alert us when we're receiving or hearing false teaching, we pray. We bless you. We love you. We thank you. We give you this day. We are your servants. We are servants of righteousness. We live in a world we know there's servants of Satan around us, but we make it clear we are followers of the Lord God Almighty. We bless you now and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks for joining me today. If you're new today, a special welcome. I hope you will join us regularly. We're here every day, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time, live on YouTube. Or you can watch us later uh, in the day on YouTube or even listen to the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. But we believe in getting in the Word of God every single day. We believe there's value. We're building our lives on the Word of God. Day by day, bit by bit, we're allowing His truth to permeate our soul and change us from the inside out. If you're here every day, I love you guys. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. I trust your life is changing. Tell your friends, share this blessing with others as well. So until we meet tomorrow, might the Lord bless you, strengthen you, lead you in all the truth. It's the truth that sets us free. Might he lead you in all the truth. Have a blessed day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.